Harvest Australia Church podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry, please check out our website or social media. We pray you have a great day. I've titled this a very, very long-winded title. I hope you can remember it. It's called Obedience. 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 And I've got three things that I think obedience really does powerfully for us. Obedience, number one, unlocks breakthrough. Number two, it unlocks promotion. And number three, it unlocks rewards or inheritance. And so I want to start reading in Luke chapter 1 from verse 57. This is a little bit of a text. I don't normally read this much, but I I want to get through this because I think there's such a powerful lesson about obedience in this. And uh, this is when uh, John the Baptist was about to be born. And so Elizabeth uh, was very pregnant and Zechariah, the dad, actually the Lord had made him dumb, not speakable because of um, his faith, actually his heart posture. And so we see here the father can't speak because the Lord had made him not be able to speak. Elizabeth just about to give birth, and this is when we enter the story. When it was time for Elizabeth to have, have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbours and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, no, he is to be called John. They said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and everyone's, to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, his name is John. Immediately, his mouth was opened. And his tongue set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, what then is this child to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. Obedience. The obedience of Zechariah unleashed his tongue, unleashed breakthrough. For many of us, it'll be simple little things that the Lord will be speaking to us about in our lives. Might be the most micro little thing. Like for me, even at my factory, I could have so easily ignored that inner witness of the Spirit just saying to me, just hold back a little bit here. It's not your place anymore. It's kind of a little soft rebuke. But when we hear His voice and we follow it, it unlocks breakthrough. If you're waiting for breakthrough in your life, look at the area of your obedience to the Lord. What's he asking you to do? What's he calling you to do? What's he telling you to not do? When's he saying to you, silence your mouth. Don't speak now. It's not your place. Don't step out and do that because I haven't even called you to do that. We're in ministry now, you know, our ninth year. and, And one of the things that has surprised us is how many people will step out without hearing from the Lord. They'll step out into a major decision, into maybe ministry or following this or following that or doing this or doing that. And the Lord's never said that in the first place. So invariably, we've seen so many people stay spiritually dumb, spiritually mute, unspeakable because of the lack of obedience. Obedience in a moment can unlock all of that. 
can release all of that. The Lord's always ready to forgive. His arm is not too short to save. He's always prepared. The Bible says that his eyes are roaming to and fro across the earth, seeking who he can strongly support. He is for us, not against us. So he actually wants us to succeed, doesn't he? He wants good things in our life. He wants us to see breakthrough. He doesn't want us staying where we are. But sometimes the key is simple obedience. Just the little things. Those very, very little things. Are you still with me? Obedience unlocks promotion. Who of you this morning, you don't have to put up your hand. Who of you this morning, maybe you've been in the same place for quite a while. And you would just love the Lord to promote you to a new place. A new place, new, new, maybe it's in the workplace, a new job or in your career or your aspirations with the Lord, family-wise, whatever it looks like. Often the human nature is to actually advance in life, isn't it? It's actually advance and grow. And if we've been in that place for quite a while, maybe we got a little bit stale. Well, let's have a look at Abraham. Abraham and Isaac most of us know this story really, really well. Genesis twenty-two fifteen says, The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time. Now, just set the picture here. Abraham, the father of all nations now we know, is called by the Lord to take his son Isaac up to the mountain and sacrifice him to the Lord, kill him. And this would be an extremely difficult thing to do. And as much as I wrestle and fight with my boys, as to Karen keeps continuing to say, you're going you're gonna to hurt them one day, I would never dream of this kind of thing. I mean, this is just like a whole new realm, taking someone's life, taking your own son's life. But that's what the Lord asked him to do, out of obedience. Abraham goes and he does it. He prepares Isaac. And just before, this is when we enter this, verse 16, and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed. Why? Because you have obeyed me. The Lord loves obedience. He loves a whole lot of things, faith and, and, and charity and all sorts of giving and et cetera, et cetera. But he loves obedience. Why? Because when he's speaking to us, if he knows he can trust that we will obey, he can give us anything. Abraham was willing to go and sacrifice his son. Sometimes big obedience, big promotion. Big obedience, big promotion. Isaac probably, uh, sorry, Abraham probably got asked to do one of the most difficult things of all time, and he became the father of all nations. God loves our obedience. He loves our obedience. The third thing is rewards or inheritance. I believe they're very similar in Scripture, these rewards and inheritance. Sometimes there's a little bit of chop and change. But Revelation twenty-two twelve quickly says, Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to render to every man and woman according to what they have done. This is Jesus speaking to the church, saying he's ready with his reward. He's ready to give it to us according to what we have done. Now, some will say, oh, you're on a slippery slope of faith by works. But as we know, 
that, uh, and I quote all the time, the great Reformation saying that we are justified by faith alone. Absolutely. But faith is never alone. In other words, it's in, accompanied by works. Our faith produces works. Our faith demonstrates the kingdom of God around us, doesn't it? It means we won't be stale. We won't be futile. We won't, we won't be, in a way, sterile Christians, but we'll actually be multipliers and producers of kingdom fruit wherever we go because we actually are stepping out in working for Jesus. And so the Bible talks about, and there's numerous verses that talks about rewards. It's kind of an interesting concept because you, you can get stuck on, am I saved um, or aren't I saved or can I lose my salvation and all this sort of stuff. I don't really want to talk about all that today. But what I want to say is this, that if we look at our lives in Jesus Christ and we say, Lord, I'm yours, then that's the beginning of our journey. The beginning of our journey, the rest of our journey here on earth, as much as humanly possible without, without doing it just out of a complete works mentality, is to posture our heart and say, Lord, I want to be obedient. And I actually, do you know what? When I get to heaven, I'd love some rewards. I would love some. Now, maybe you wouldn't, but I'm just honest enough to say that when I get to heaven, I would love rewards. Billy Graham left the earth this week. What an incredible man. Now, I, I you know, like most of you have heard about him and, and many of you, particularly from an older generation, have been to his meetings, etc., etc. You know, powerful, powerful life lived for Jesus. Um, I think he's going to be pretty happy. He's going to be pretty happy at what he sees in heaven. And it actually challenged me this week, even when I was thinking about this, just to even consider our reward in heaven. Salvation is just the beginning because we're saved from stuff and we're saved to stuff. <laughs> we're saved to him. And salvation is an ongoing process. Yes, we're saved, but it's ongoing in our discovery. And when we're in eternity, that's the fulfillment of salvation. And so we actually have a part to play here on earth where he's saying, what will you do with the talents I've given you? What will you do with the talents I've given you? Because if you, if you steward them really well and you're faithful and you're obedient, there's great rewards for you in heaven. Wouldn't you love those words of Jesus when you're at judgment day and you're, you're with Jesus and he rolls out the book and he just says, wow. So many things I gave you, and you are so, so faithful with all of these things. And, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things that we don't actually hear a lot about this stuff these days because some people go off on tangents and you can get into a works mentality or you, you can get into fear, and you, so you just do things out of fear. But no, when we know a God of love, he draws us into doing things, doesn't he? He draws us into doing things. We're in a DVD shop this week, and... I don't just want to tell you all my good stories. I, I do tell you bad stories as well, but I had a few good ones this week, so I'll share them with you. But we're in a DVD store, and a lady was, she had a fine. Ooh, never had one of those, have you? A DVD fine, late fee. Can you just poke the person, make sure they're alive? Thank you. Yeah. Poke them harder if you need to. <laughs> Remember, I need response, okay? I need response, or I'll just, I'll just go and have lunch. Anyway, so I'm in the DVD store and the lady in front of me is quite stressed. And she was a bit upset because she'd just been told she had a $3.50 uh, late fee. And she's like, well, I, uh, can I put it on card? And um, 
can I put it on card? No, $5 minimum. And she's more stressed. And so I'm standing behind her. I'm like, oh, we just want to, you know, get things moving here. And um, anyway, and there it is, that still small voice. That still small voice that says, you can solve this easily. you got loose change that you just throw at the dogs. You know, I'm just kidding. You know when your wallet gets really fat and you get annoyed at your wallet for being so fat? That it's money? It's like, hey. Uh, anyway, so... I'm like, hey, I could, I could have two purposes served here, reduce my wallet size and bless this lady at the same time. Anyway, so she walked out in a bit of a panic. And I just said to the lady serving, I said, look, let me just pay for that, that fee for her. And she said, oh, but she'll never know. And I said, that's okay. It's okay. Just do it. Then she'll be, she'll be fine with you next time she comes in. And it's just those little things sometimes, isn't it? Just those little things. And however... When we're honourable and we're trustworthy with those little things, he gives us more. And so that's why these three things are so important. Obedience unlocks breakthrough to the next level, promotion to greater things, and it actually stores up rewards for us in heaven here on earth. It's, it's an interesting concept, isn't it? Maybe you've never thought of that before, that actually here on earth, what we do and how we steward what God's given us the parable of the talents, if you want to read it, then we actually realize, wow, we've been given so much. What am I doing with it? What am I going to do with it this week? What will I do with those talents? What will I do with my gifts and my time and et cetera, et cetera? You, you put in whatever you need to put in because these things based in obedience will take you to a greater level in whatever you're asking the Lord for. Sometimes there's resistance for reasons. So I, I would always look at my life and say, okay, Lord, where's the blockages? Where's the blockages? I reckon there's a high percentage of times that obedience is the key. Let's stand this morning. Lord, we pray this morning that you would just take us deeper. You would take us deeper. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. Lord, that you would take us deeper into your heart, into the things you have for us. Lord, I thank you for showing us even the little things. Holy Spirit, we give you permission to speak to us in the little things and the big things. We thank you for what you're doing among us, Lord. We pray today that you would speak to us, speak to us. Lord, that you would unlock things that have been locked up for a long time. Lord, that you would release Release doubts and fears and insecurity. Questioning, questioning, questioning. I get a sense there's quite a few of you, particularly ladies, questioning, always questioning, 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 should I or do I or don't I or why haven't I, etc., etc. These questions can be toxic. And I just sense that the Lord just wants to silence those questions today. So, Lord, we ask by your spirit, you would silence them right now. Silence them right now. All doubts, all fear, anxiety, questioning, be silenced now in Jesus' name. Lord, let your peace, let your peace be released. Let your confidence, let your boldness be released. Let your words of life, your words of truth, your words of destiny, your words of hope be released in replacement of those other things. Lord, I thank you for your goodness. Holy Spirit, I ask today you would just sweep across this room, that you would 
begin to do your work, that you would confirm your word, that you would speak to us, that you would teach us to do greater things. You would teach us, Lord Jesus, to walk in your ways, to speak in your ways. Lord, we pray that you would make us a great community of hospitality and honour. Lord, let us give glory to you in everything you're doing. So we look to you, Lord Jesus. We look to you in the little things and the big things. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, shika baba. Keeps coming back to me. Keeps coming back to me about doubting. Some people are really struggling with doubting. Probably doubting every different facet. I don't know exactly what it is, but doubting. I just want to encourage you today that I'm hearing that little voice and obeying that to speak to you to say, do not doubt any longer. Do not doubt any longer. Be sure of the word, the word of the Lord over your life. Be sure of his calling over your life. Don't doubt any longer. It is time to step out. It is time to hear his voice. It is time to obey. It is time to go deeper. It is time to put all the fear aside and trust him and trust him. Maybe you're here today and you've never given your life to Jesus. I want to give you an opportunity. We're not going to embarrass you, but all you have to do is ask him to come into your life. All you have to do is say, Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I want to be washed clean. I want to give you my life. And just by saying that, he's going to join and connect with your spirit and you'll become a new person in your spirit. Born again, we call it. So if you're here today and you can hear my voice and you've never actually done that, or if you know you've done it and you know you haven't been serious and you just need to really concrete it with Jesus, your relationship with him, then do it right now. Just say, Jesus, wash me clean of my sin. Make me a new person. I want you to connect with me. I want you in my life and I give my life to you afresh today. If you did that, you've reconnected or you've given your life to him, please afterwards speak to someone with a lanyard on. We'd love to just talk with you. Make sure you've got the support you need, prayer, whatever it is. We'd love to be able to just say hello and help you if you need help in any area.